Good afternoon, this is attorney Vincent Davis, and this show is The Secret, How to Fight Child Protective Services and When. And what we do here is we give out information, free information, people call in, uh, tell us their story, ask questions, um, and that's how we run the show. If you want to get in touch with me um, outside of the show, you can reach me at Triple eight triple eight six five eight two. That's triple eight triple eight six five eight two. You can also check out our website, fightchildprotectiveservices.com, and you can also check me out with some resource videos on YouTube. Uh, just at the search bar on YouTube, just type in Vincent W. Davis, and my videos and my YouTube channel will come up. If you want to call on the show uh, this afternoon. It's 800-222-5222. That's 800-222-5222. And this is KABC Talk Radio. The first caller we're going to take uh, this afternoon is Tyler from Lancaster. Hi, Hi. Tyler. How are you? Yes. Fine. You have a story to tell or a question to ask? Yeah, I have a story to tell. Go ahead. Okay, um, I'm currently still going through DCFS with, um, in Lancaster. Mm-hmm. I had, I have three kids and first the two got removed and then I had my last son and he got removed. Um, but basically I just want to tell like how my case was going and I think it's like really unfair and stuff because I've been having a case for three years now. And I barely got, like, um, I barely now got, um, I got, uh, what is it called, visitation, right? But it's unmonitored now. But that's barely after three years. And then um, I had my third child, and they didn't have, I didn't have a case for him, so I really, you know, didn't think that I needed Lancaster DCFS to see him. Yeah. And then, um, so... I never let him, like, get seen by them, so they said I was hiding him, but I never had a case for him, so I never knew I had to, you know, check in with him like the other kids, but the social worker did see him plenty of times, so, you know, and then they took him because they said that I wasn't allowing um, him to see them, so before I did my case plan, I did it once before parenting, domestic violence, and, um, counseling and anger management and then when I had the baby I did everything again and it just doesn't seem like um my case is getting anywhere like let me ask you something let me ask you something when they took the third child away from you were you having unmonitored visits with the other two children um no it was monitored at the office okay but now you have unmonitored visitation with all of the children yeah, I had to get a new social worker because I, my social worker really wasn't an advocate for me, I think. I think she wasn't, like, really for me. She was, like, with the grandmother that has the kids, my kids' caretaker. She was more for her, and, like, they would talk a lot. So I was, I felt like it was a conflict of interest with the kids. So I, I got a new social worker, and then she started um, helping me more because I, my therapist, um, came to court to testify for me and all this other stuff because when they took the baby, I was having like postpartum depression because I just had a baby by myself. Like the dad wasn't around or nothing, so I was having like, like you know, 
like a lot of breakdown. So she came to court and testified and for me, but it wasn't even doing anything. It just got me some monitored. But I've been having a kid for three years, so I'll be like always trying to get overnight and stuff, and then the kids be crying because they can't spend the night. So mm-hmm. that's really hard for me too. Well, um, do you have an attorney? Um, yeah, I have one in Lancaster. He's pretty good. His name's Ed. Edge. He's really, really good. Um, I think he's swearing me a lot because he fights really hard in court. Yes, he, he does. It. I'm familiar with Mr. Edge. He is a court appointed yes. attorney. He's he, really good. He's one of the best court appointed attorneys that I've run into in the past few years. So you're in good hands with him. Um, it sounds like you're moving towards getting your children, uh, especially since you have the unmonitored visitation. In my humble opinion, yeah. I think the way the law is structured really in California, if you have unmonitored um, uh, visitation, you're supposed to have custody of your children. Um, a lot of yeah. judges want to give you that step up. You know, you have monitored, you have unmonitored, you have overnights, and then they want to give you the children. But I think there are a yeah, couple. Of, there are a couple of appellate cases even that say that if you have unmonitored visitation, you should have your children. And there's no such thing as step up plans in juvenile dependency law in California. However, yeah, I see it. I, I see like, it all the time. I feel like the the social workers and the workers is really not for me because, like, I do like a certain amount of. I've been doing like a monitor visits for like two years since the first two kids. And then I did, like, a little monitor after I had, when they took my youngest one, I did monitor, you know. And then I did unmonitor, but in a public place. So then I moved to unmonitor to my housing. So then, like, now I've been doing this for, like, a month or two. And now I keep asking for, like, you know, because it's the holidays, like, you know. So I'll be asking for, like, can I get overnight now? And they still, like, oh, they're denying my overnight because I think they know that once I get to my overnight, that's pretty much them coming home right and then like um doing this whole case i got homeless because of them because you know how they they use they i had an old my beginning social worker she told me that if i find a house they'll pay my houses for six up to six months Mm -hmm. but then i found the place i found the place or whatever and then i had they had switched my new social worker they had switched my social worker so then she came and she was like no we can't do that so then I was only in that place for like three months and then I, I got evicted because they wasn't like going to make the payments so then that and then that's been a problem for them too like you know housing but it's hard to get housing like do you still have income. Right, do you still have um, family reunification services yeah for, okay. uh, but I think my daughter she reached the limit so they're like they're trying to like basically say she'll get adopted, but I'll get my oldest and my youngest back. But my middle child, well, she has reached the limit, so she basically tapped out. Like you know, so yeah, but that doesn't make sense to me. It doesn't make sense, sense to me. It, it doesn't make sense that you can lose one child and get two back. And get two so, back. So what you should do is you should call Mr. Edge, send him an email or a telephone message. You should meet with him as soon as possible to try to resolve the situation because it sounds like you're just on the verge of getting your children back. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, because the case is really complicated. <laughs> right. Tyler, I want to thank you for your call um, and keep listening to our station, okay? Thank you. Alrighty. You know, one of the things I wanted to mention to Tyler was um, several years ago, many years ago, um, I made a motion to have 
the Department of Children and Family Services provide housing to a mother um, because that was the only thing stopping her from getting her children back. She lost her children because she had been involved in uh, drugs. She did her reunification plan for six months, and the worker wrote in the report, um, you know, I recommend the children go back to the mother, except for she now does not have a place to live. She lost her uh, public assisted housing because she lost the children. And uh, I made that motion, and after many continuances, the Department of Children and Family Services agreed to provide her housing. They paid for, I think, a two- or three-bedroom apartment. Uh, it was cheaper than having the five children in, I think, the four different foster homes. So, uh, in my opinion, under 16,500 of the Welfare and Institutions Code, Housing is one of the reunification services that the Department of Children and Family Services is supposed to provide. This comes as a surprise to many people. A lot of people disagree with me, but I think if they did the research and read the cases, not only cases in California, but the cases um, across the nation, um, they would agree that uh, housing uh, is a reunification services the department has to provide. 888 888- 888 6582. Get your kids back. 